What does it take to win even more sales? Learn how to intentionally grow your business the classy way. You're listening to America's number one sales coach, Tamara Bunty. Here is today's conversation. Hi, everybody. I am here with Alexandra, my very good friend and Christian coach. She's with Grace Space Christian Coaching. So thanks for being here, Alexandra. Thanks, Tamara. I'm so (laughs) excited to be here with you today. Well, I am thrilled. Now, Alexandra's awesome. And so uh, we met actually at the Christian Business Chamber. But before that, I was speaking at the company you used to work for. And that was fun. Uh, but she's like literally changed my life. So uh, she has to be here and has to share all this wonderful wonderfulness with all of you on uh, really tell us more about Christian coaching. Like what is coaching from your perspective and why do people hire coaches? So coaching, yes, one of my very favorite topics to talk about and with you too. So this is going to be the best. So coaching, it's getting you from where you are to where you want to be. Christian coaching, it's getting you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Oh, that's deep. (laughs) I love it. And so that's what we get to do through the process. I call it an empowerment process. Sometimes people might think of coaching as more of consulting or mentoring, which it can be, um, but the type of coaching I do, it's more going through the Christian coaching model, really asking you powerful questions so that you can get somewhere deeper um, than you might on your own. And Mm -hmm. it's inviting God into the process. We start, as you know, start and close sessions with prayer um, and just walk through, walk through some really powerful thoughts and questions to move you forward. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's also action, as you know, Mm -hmm. there's always a takeaway or a next step. It's very future focused and it's action oriented. Which is awesome. And uh, just so you all know, the Holy Ghost shows up when Alexandra prays. So it's awesome. It's awesome. I love it. So um, tell us a little bit about your testimony. Like what led you to this? Um, Because you're obviously gifted with it. God has blessed you with this ability to really serve people. And especially me, it's helped me. It's been life changing. So um, you need to hire her. (laughs) Just flat out, just just call her and just hire her. Um, so tell us a little bit more about, I don't even know your whole testimony, which is funny because we always talk about myself, <laughs> not fair, just listen to me. Uh, but share a little bit more because I think, you know, people need that. They need to renew their spirit. They need to be inspired. And, um, you know, it's what led me to write a Christian sales book, you know, because people, they, they get, they can get down so quickly, but, you know, we have to be reminded of just like you'd have me write down the, um, the things that have happened that to remind us of what God has done, even if our current circumstances, uh, we might be struggling. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up, um, I had a great childhood, but it was one with a lot of pressure. I Mm. always was focused on where I wasn't doing well enough or what was Mm. lacking. Um, And so that caused a lot of doubt and a lot of insecurity. Mm. So that's a bit about my initial years, if you will, growing up. Mm. Um, It made me a great student, uh, did Mm -hmm. great in school, but just personally was feeling unhappy and kind of empty and searching, if Mm. you will. Mm -hmm. Um, So faith had always been a part of my life. I had gone to church and church camps, church bells, all that good stuff. Um, But it wasn't, I don't know how deep of a relationship I had had with the Lord. And I wasn't Mm. 
in scripture like mm. I am now. So those are a couple of big changes. Um, but I kind of got to a place, got, got to school, had no idea what to study and was into assessments because mm-hmm. I thought, Oh, you know, let me have something else. Tell me what I'm good at. Cause I can't possibly recognize that on my mm. own. And so I would, that, that is a great tool. Any sort of assessment, I think that you can kind of get your hands on to get a bit more awareness sure. of how you're created would be really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a good spiritual gifts assessment from a faith, from a faith-based perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, I feel like the Enneagram is having a moment right now. So that's another fantastic one to look into. Mm-hmm. Love strengths finders, especially because for some of us that can be really hard to see and recognize sure. what are you good at and what can you do sure. with that. Um, but anyhow, I remember when I had taken in one of my first assessments, it said going into a spiritual type of work would be great for you. Mm. And I took that in. And as soon as it kind of came in, I immediately dismissed it thinking, mm, nope, that's not good enough. I need to have a high paying job. I need to make a lot of money and ministry. I don't mm-hmm. think is going to do that. Mm. Um, and it feels it doesn't sit well, you know, saying that aloud right now, but that's really where I was at. And I think God had to do a lot of work in me. Mm-hmm. Um, so fast forward, many, many years, ended up going into HR. That was a great fit in a lot of ways. Um, But when I moved here to Charlotte about six years ago now, my faith just grew and grew and grew. And that's where I started to get curious. Where's the intersection between, I was always a fan of development, list, goal setting, all that kind of a thing. And then when I recognized that faith can be part of it, Mm. that opened a whole new world. Mm. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I like one thing you said too, and it's that action step because just even for myself, you know, I'll, um, I I'm, love podcasts, we're on a podcast, <laughs> listen to them even throughout as I sleep throughout the night. I just, I have a lot of pastors on and just different motivational stuff. And, but I recognize too, even working with you is that it's not the same as reading the word for yourself mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and you pick it up and you're like, gosh, you know, I don't need to hear about the fishes and the loaves for the thousandth time. I want some more meat, you know, let me read, like, what does it say in here? And, you know, I think there's a lot, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I love pastors, love churches, but a lot of them are not diving very deep into the word where we need to be ourselves in doing that. Absolutely. And that was a huge game changer. Um, my husband and I, about two, two and a half years ago, we started reading the Bible together. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a Bible in a year reading plan clearly did not finish, unfortunately that first year, but it's something that we had been consistently doing, even mm-hmm. if we weren't doing it perfectly, even if we were you know, frustrated at ourselves, we didn't get it done in the first year, mm-hmm. we kept doing it. Um, and we decided to read it aloud together. Mm -hmm. So for our marriage and, you know, for relationships, I would definitely highly recommend that it was, it's such a powerful thing to do that Mm -hmm. and do that as a unit. Um, And that's completely revolutionized our faith, our giving, our trust in the Lord, what we do for him. Um, And we were just talking about before we hit record that he and I are going to Israel um, in a a week or so, which is insane, not on our radar, but (laughs) That just a testament to how God can move and in powerful ways when you dive into the word on your own. It's yeah. so good to do through devotional, mm-hmm. so good to talk to people about it. But the Holy Spirit, I truly believe, just does something powerful when you go straight to the yeah. scripture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, speaking of like performance and pressure and, you know, just, you know, I'm, I'm even reading how teenagers, um, you know, uh, a friend of mine, their neighbor is a physician and yeah. said, uh, the high, the 
the most amount of teenagers and what they're on right now is anxiety medication mm. because of their reality versus the perception of what they put online mm -hmm. and that they, they don't match. Yeah. And so do you have any scriptures off the top of your head or something that people can kind of marinate on mm -hmm. to deal with that? And like, how did you deal with that? Because I think a lot of people are, it's like, I got to do this and I got to do that. And it's kind of comparing ourselves to other people. And I, I think pe we naturally do it. Absolutely. Um, but what can you, what can you speak to that for people that are in that space of, wow, I need to like, what does the Lord want versus yes. how do I need to be seen yes. oh, by everybody else? Yes, that's such a good question. Um, and again, I just feel like the Holy Spirit is all over this conversation right now because last um, night I just had a conversation with a client about this exact thing. We were mm -hmm. talking about expectations, comparison, and what to do to kind of live different, right? Mm -hmm. And know that God can truly only fill those voids, if you will. Mm -hmm. So two of the things that we had talked about, one scripture that came up is um, his power is made perfect in our weakness. Mm. So remembering that it's actually um, an incredible opportunity for him and his strength to show up and be on display mm -hmm. um, when we're doing something or trying to do something that yeah. doesn't feel natural to us yeah. or, or when we feel less than. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something that one of my favorite all-time scriptures now too, to just remember that um, those are actually beautiful gifts from him to invite him in and have a deeper relationship mm. with him than you might not have otherwise. So remembering that and then also Matthew 6, 34, talking about essentially not being anxious for tomorrow because today has enough stressors of its own. Um, mm -hmm. And so to really, I think, and that's definitely something being vulnerable that I've struggled with is mm -hmm. anxiety and stress because it, you know, one of my talking about strengths finders, my strengths is being future focused. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I get so much joy from it, but I think that the enemy can also take our strengths and distort them. Yeah. So maybe we stay too focused on what's next or worrying that he will not provide mm -hmm. and remembering how he talks about manna in the Bible too. He's going to give you exactly what you need for this day. I think the the remedy to that is just being really present and in the moment and thankful, having mm -hmm. gratitude for what he has given you mm -hmm. um, and what he has put in your life rather than what what is not there at the moment because there's yeah. a reason for that um so those are two two big things oh, that's that good well this is um a coaching session for me right now <laughs> so thank you <laughs> you're like oh my wow oh i needed to hear that yeah that's mm -hmm. that's so awesome and just bringing the scripture in and oh it just refocuses you amen oh, yeah. which is awesome so um what would you say are some different techniques or different things that you use because you know you know obviously i'm a sales coach right mm -hmm. and someone's always selling somebody right yeah. and so of course we need to sell people on jesus which is a heck of a lot harder than other things right mm -hmm. but obviously the lord needs to work through us to to, to support people, but, yes. um, what would you say are some things that, that you do to, to coach people to making new decisions and not falling back into mm -hmm. old behaviors and things like that? Yeah, it's easier said than done, right? Mm -hmm. It's definitely possible, but we love staying in our comfort zones. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's not always the most for 
fruitful place to be. So for coaching people to make new decisions and different thought patterns, I get them to think about, well, if you keep on doing what you're doing, what can you expect um, that's going to happen? That's probably not going to be the best thing. Um, What are you going to be missing out on? If you look five or 10 years down the road, what's not going to be in your life that you wish was? Um, So getting really clear about that, thinking about even regrets, things like that, getting, because you've got to, I think, get really uncomfortable before you're willing to change. So we kind of dig into the ugliness, if you will, um, and just get real and kind of play it out. And then thinking on the flip side of it, well, what if you tried something new? What's the Mm. worst thing that could happen? Mm. What's the best thing that could happen? How might this positively influence other areas of your life? Mm -hmm. Um, How has God created you and equipped you to do that thing well? If you feel like he hasn't, who has he put in your life that can talk truth into you um, or coach Mm. you through it? Um, How might you be able to celebrate once you do that thing what would what do you want to look forward to so just kind of really digging in and visualizing um, and getting crystal clear on the good or the not so good of making a new decision yeah and then the intention of of doing it right Mm -hmm. yeah action stuff yeah no I love that Mm -hmm. so uh tell us more about um your practice, your business, and, you know, who, who you serve and support. Yeah. All that good stuff. Absolutely. Um, so the business. I want to say everybody. It should just <laughs> be know, everybody. Tamara and a marketing person on that too, to help narrow it down. It is because you do want to serve everyone, right. but um, thinking about, well, where, where's your highest and best use of time? Who has God uniquely purposed you to serve? Yeah, right. um, and so if I have to answer that really hard question, Tamara, <laughs> I would say it tends to be women who are high achievers. They're mm. very motivated. They're doers. Um, and they're, they're very influential in their circles. It can either mm-hmm. look like someone who is in the professional world, mm-hmm. I'm in a high responsibility position, or it can look like a business owner, or it can look like a stay at home mom um, mm-hmm. who really has influence um, over her people. Mm-hmm. And she is doing a lot. Her life looks great on the outside, but maybe she mm-hmm. gets to the end of the day and she still feels overwhelmed or empty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we want to help her to prioritize and focus on the things that she knows in her heart and mind are truly mm-hmm. going to be life-giving and change herself and those around her, but she mm-hmm. continues to put to the side or to the bottom of her list. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's helping her to up-level in certain areas of her life to get to these places that she's longed for, but maybe just hasn't had the time or capacity or yeah. um, ability to just really do on her own. So mm-hmm. we work on different things like that together. Yeah. Um, and then the intent is to just along the way, right? This is Christian coaching. We're fully love God, yourself, and yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, you know, I just even pictured that when you're saying it, how get to the end of the day and it's like, there's so much more to do and right. all that. And right. then it's like, okay, well, what does God want me to be doing? Right. Um, and really get, get, be reminded that focused on that. And, you know, even just, uh, you know, reading scripture, I mean, what I've been doing now, you know, with my son is, mm-hmm. you know, well, we have Jesus Calling book, <laughs> which right is so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also just taking Proverbs, like today's the 31st of the month. So read Proverbs 31, mm-hmm. you know, That's and then so do that. I just obviously love Proverbs, but, you know, taking that every day. Is there any other suggestion you have for people that like, 
they're so overwhelmed, but what can I do right now that will help renew my spirit? Or is there something in the Bible you would suggest people kind of gravitate towards mm-hmm. or a prayer that you, you think they should pray? Mm-hmm. Wow, that is an amazing question. Um, so what I would encourage is taking a moment to pause because sometimes mm-hmm. we're just go, 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 go. We don't even mm-hmm. really know what we're feeling or what it is that we need. So just, yeah. I think, taking a moment and breathing and maybe it looks like prayer or maybe for you prayer um happens through journaling through writing it out Mm. so kind of just getting getting everything out what am i feeling what am i experiencing what do i want to do with all of this Mm -hmm. and then asking the lord god where do you want me to focus now um so you can either think of it in a way what's going to be my easiest, quickest win, if you will. And mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And that's mm-hmm. going to look like success or what, if I do is going to make the biggest impact or change in my life right now. I'm mm-hmm. kind of taking that sort of approach. Yeah. So essentially looking at it in one of two ways, mm-hmm. um, can be a great, great starting point. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now I know too, you know, um, the Lord says to enter my gates with praise and thanksgiving, mm, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Of course I do that after I complain. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, just being honest, Um, but sometimes I find even for myself, it can be difficult to get into his presence. Yes. And you have some suggestions of how to get past the frustration Mm -hmm. to really be in his presence. Mm -hmm. What would you suggest for that? Mm -hmm. Other than calling you. (laughs) (laughs) Alexandra, answer your phone now. Yeah, that can can be really, really difficult. It can Mm -hmm. be really, really challenging. Um, And I think it it looks like it's unique to each person. Maybe it for Mm -hmm. you looks like changing your environment. Maybe Mm -hmm. if you're in your office, it looks like going to your bedroom or just stepping outside for Mm -hmm. a minute. Um, Or maybe you are really an auditory person and maybe playing a worship song is going to help to invite him in. Mm -hmm. Um, It can look like all different sorts of things. So I'd encourage you to try whether it be writing or your environment or music, mm-hmm. um, doing all of that. And then really, to your point, coming at it from a place of Thanksgiving. Um, so instead of focusing, because I've just been really convicted, instead of focusing on what's not going well, I think that's inviting the enemy in. Um, perhaps even writing down what three good things have happened today yeah. or this week and mm-hmm. starting from that place. Um, and even coming, you know, thinking about the Lord's prayer and thinking about how does he ask us to um, connect with him and come to him. And it's through repentance too and acknowledging, you know, I, this, that, or the other had happened and, you know, I'm sorry. And that's not what I want. I want to choose something different. And I'm, you know, I'm coming to you and I'm surrendering. Um, I think to that point too, posture is important. Maybe it means having your arms open or raised. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's even being on your knees uh, in yeah. prayer. So all sorts of things to yeah. test and try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> Repentance <laughs> stuck out there. Um, and, you know, um, just bringing us closer to the Lord. But, you know, like you said, just picking up the word and mm-hmm. and being around people like yourself that are encouraging mm-hmm. and uplifting mm-hmm. and recognizing who our circle is and who are we spending time with and, um, and here we're okay. letting into our circle that is draining yeah. us too. And maybe yeah. we need to pull away or, you know, mute a certain account on Instagram or whatever. Right. So just as, as much as what you are doing, what you're not doing or what you're stopping mm-hmm. doing, is going to be important. Yeah. 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 And the images too, because we can't oh, control yes. the images that we mm-hmm. see online. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously we should just look at ours, but 
<laughs> those are all life giving, <laughs> but, uh, but recognizing that too, maybe there's yeah. something you want to unfollow that right. might, you know, um, be negative or demonic or not, you know, not healthy. I mean, you know, Halloween, it's, um, you know, it can be conflicting for people, you know, mm-hmm. and I think uh, we want to invite the Holy Ghost, not mm-hmm. a ghost, I love that. <laughs> yes. uh, in and recognize it's originally a holy holiday on the first, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just recognizing what environment you're putting yourself in and mm-hmm. what movies you're watching and mm-hmm. all of that, you know, are the gates of what images we hold in our mind, right? And what you're allowing yourself. I know you love this too. What am I allowing myself to speak? to myself yeah. and what, how do I need to change that language to that is transformational. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll say we can be our own best advocate or our own worst enemy. Right. And so getting inside, I, I love um, something called the results count. So thinking about your beliefs, how your beliefs impact your thoughts, how your thoughts impact your feelings and, and that mm-hmm. impacts your action and behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, and so getting clear, what are the beliefs? What are the truths that I'm telling myself mm. or not telling myself and how may I need to change that. I and mean, if I do that consistently, how's mm-hmm. that going to change my year, my life, whatever. Yeah. And what you're so good at is looking at is, does that belief line up with God's word? Amen. Yes. And yes. so it's like, is it truly truth or not? Yeah, mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, this is great. Well, we could go on for hours. <laughs> and we do. Sometimes. And we do. And we do. <laughs> But this is so wonderful. Thank you for sharing this. As I already feel renewed. Do you want to leave us with another scripture? So what's, what's your favorite so or what you like or so what pops into your mind? I would say what is really on my mind right now, I believe it's James 4, 7. And it's essentially saying um, to go to God resist the enemy and he will flee. So Mm. first go to him and surrender, lay everything at his feet. And that is step one. Mm. I love that step one is going to him and surrendering. It's Mm. not battling with the enemy or, you know, doing something else. It's being in communion with him and then resist and then he will flee. So that's what I have just been speaking over myself and praying for Mm. a lot of others lately, because we live in this sinful fallen world um, and it can be hard and it can feel heavy, but we have God. And when we come to him, he fights our problems for us. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's beautiful. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Everybody check out Alexandra at gracespacechristiancoaching.com. Follow her everywhere and uh, renew your spirit. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Awesome. To book Tamara for your next sales event and increase sales now, call 704-247-8333. 704-247-8333. Or catch us online at TamaraBunty.com. Thanks for listening to America's number one sales coach, Tamara Bunty.